0: But you're right to sleep, done with the morning. But you never had this good loving. Lasting on, I'm pushing in shot. Making sure you just be right. Loving on you all through the night. You're going like a fine guy. Baby, you got me on a hard time. Never felt where love it till now. He said, As you listen, I'll show me how. That is the artist Bree Cross 4. Now, if you want to download that melody masterpiece, make sure you download the SoundCloud app. And search Brie Cross 4, that's B-R-I-C-R-O-S-S, and then the number 4, and the name of that track is More and More. Listen, I'm going to listen to this track more and more myself, so make sure you download the SoundCloud app, search Brie Cross 4, that's B-R-I-Cross, and then the number 4, and the name of the track is More and More. Hello, my faithful fellow listeners. Welcome to another episode of podcast About Nothing, but before I get into it, let me do my formalities. Have you ever thought about traveling or or throwing a party or quinceanera or bar mitzvah and you're on Instagram? Well, go follow What Occasion. What Occasion, all one word. It's a travel agency and a party planning company. Go follow One Occasion, all one word. No matter what the occasion, go with One Occasion. Here we are. Here we are. We're, we're here now. It's time. I, I've kind of... I don't know. I, I kind of was looking... I, I was looking forward to recording this episode. Okay? Now, I went through all of the ads and all of the, all of the promos. I'm going to get right down to the nitty gritty. Y'all already know who it is. Y'all already know what it is. Now, it's time to get to what we're here about, right? Uh, all right. All <clears> right. <throat> Kale's. The pie popper of r b R. Kelly. The Willy Wonka at the chocolate factory. Mr. I believe I can fly. Whether you're stepping in the name of love. Or. If you feel like age ain't nothing but a number, whatever decade you came in, when R. Kelly became R. Kelly, whether he was wearing the uh, Zorro black mask or he had the bald head or or the cornrows and the Zorro mask and stuff like that, like, when he was dropping a gospel album, whatever generation you came in when R. Kelly was R. Kelly, at the end of the day, 30 years, 30 years. I'm 28, 30 years, 30 plus years. And now we go from R. Kelly to simply just The popper of R&B and all of that. The icon. Now we're here. And he is. He's Robert. He's Robert now. I never would have thought. All right. Let me take this back. Let me take it back. Let me take it back. I'm going to take it back. When. That sex tape first dropped. Even though R. Kelly got off, we all know that that was R. Kelly. When that sex tape first dropped, I was... I believe I was in the seventh grade, if I'm not mistaken. So I was about 12, 12 or 13 years old when that sex tape first dropped. And I believe that girl was 16, I believe. Never heard from her. Haven't seen her since. But I was about 12 or 13 years old. She was about 15 or 16. Haven't seen from her. Haven't heard from her. Which I found to be odd. But I mean, you know, I guess when you get paid that hush money, that's exactly what you're going to do. You know, a contract, a, 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 an agreement is going to be signed. You're never to be heard from, never to speak on it ever again. That was clearly our kill, clearly. But you know, he got off. He got off. Faced no no prison time for that he got off um I think they said in 2008 he was found innocent not necessarily found innocent but not enough evidence was brought forth to the court for the jury to find Robert Kelly guilty. I remember an episode of Boondocks when they made a whole episode about the whole R. Kelly tribe. They made a whole episode about it. It doesn't seem like, dang, that was 2008? I was 17. Anyway, fast forward, man. Fast forward 10, 11 years. Here we are, 2019. R. Kelly now going down for 10 counts of sexual assault. I believe that that's the, I know it's 10 counts of sexual something. I believe it's sexual assault. These girls have been brainwashed. Stockholm syndrome, if you will. I learned that in psychology class. Don't Google it. I believe it's Stockholm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stockholm syndrome is the right term. Stockholm syndrome. I remember taking psychology class in in college, so you know I I know something, and that's what's so fascinating about all of this to me, because I minored in psych, I majored in criminal justice, and I minored in psychology in college. Went to college in Texas, in case y'all didn't know, and. That's the part that's fascinating to me. Not only me measuring in criminal justice, but the psychology behind the criminal act that is partaken or that is being. Um, yeah, I'm gonna just go with partaking by Robert Kelly. It's the psychology behind it. Because. To to be able to accomplish, I don't want to say accomplish, to be able to do what he has done, there has to be a psychology to it. There's a mental science to what he has done to these, they're now women, but they started off as young girls. They started off as not young women, but as girls, 16, 17 years old, right? There's a psychology to him being able to pull off what he has done. To have some of these girls held captive for four years. And I I, I, I watched the interview he had with Gail King. Listen, shout out to Gail King, man. The Scotty Pippen to Oprah's Michael Jordan. Shout out to Gayle King, dude. For real. See, I didn't even know she worked for CBS. I thought she just, you know, hung around Oprah Oprah and Oprah cost her, you know what I'm saying? Oprah would toss her like 100 mil every now and then. That's what I thought. I didn't know she worked for CBS. I mean, I'm pretty sure Oprah got her that gig, but I didn't know that Gayle King, like, worked. I thought she was just getting paid for being Oprah's best friend. But anyway, she conducted this interview, right? I don't know if y'all saw it or not. And it's not over because from the video clip that I saw, that was about, oh, I watched a total of about 17 minutes today. Gail King said, the Queen Gail King, Gail Queen, said that she spoke to Robert Kelly today. Well, she spoke to Robert Kelly yesterday for about 80 minutes. That's a long time, dog. 80 minutes to just sit down and talk to somebody that you don't really know. You're just going off of what's being presented all all over the internet and all over social media and all over broadcast television. That's the only thing you're talking about for 80 minutes. Now, I'm not sure if y'all watched the interview. There's parts of the interview that has been memed. It's been memed. Part of that interview has been meme. There's been quotes pulled from that interview that has been memed already. Internet does not wait long. Not the Internet. Black Twitter does not wait long to mean anything that's going on in pop culture. Right. So, Gail King, I'm watching this interview. I was watching this interview today, right? There was a line that Robert Kelly said. And I laughed. She uh, um, she asked him, "Dang it! I don't remember what it was now." But it was like he he added he he said it a second time to add dramatic effect to it. Um, I oh, man, oh oh, I remember. Because she said that, so do you feel like you're the victim here? And he said, they've been, they're trying to kill uh, my career. They're trying to assassinate my character. They're trying to bury me alive. But I'm still alive. I'm still alive. That's exactly how he said it. I started crying, laughing. I I had to pause the interview. The fact that he said it twice. The fact that he said it twice like that to add dramatic effect. It's like, it's almost like, see, I w how I see the way R. Kelly is doing all this, right? Maybe it was the way that this interview was being held with with uh with uh sister Gail Queen King. It was almost like if you've ever been, if as a man, as a man, if you've ever been, <laughs> if you've ever had to sit down in a situation, because I've had to do this, you had to sit down in a situation with your girl and you've been texting some other girl or you cheated or, you know, it it, it involves another woman. Robert Kelly, was conducted this interview like a dude that was getting called out by his girl for cheating. He was like, "No, they just lied on me. After everything I've done, thirty plus years of my career, I've given to y'all, and this is how y'all want." Like he was when he started doing the whole crying thing, and people were saying that they that that we've now retired the Jordan crying meme. But now we're using the R. Kelly crime meme. I do not want to see R. Kelly's face up and down my timeline. I don't want to see it. Let's just keep using Jordan. Um with all that that he was doing, all that crying he was doing. Y'all can't see me do the air quote, so I'm I'm gonna say it again. All the crying that he was doing. And maybe, maybe, maybe it was, I don't want to say it was sincere, but maybe it wasn't an act. <clears throat> I do feel like that, like I say, there's a psychology to what Robert Kelly is doing. There's an act. Like, I don't think it's sincere, but at the same time, I don't think it's an act. I think there is a psychology to it. There's somewhere in the middle where it's not fake and it's not true, but it's something in the middle. But when he was doing all that crime stuff, like... They don't, they don't want to see Thirty plus years, I've I've given this career. Y'all trying to assassinate me? I'm trying to see my kids. By the way, uh, R. Kelly got arrested today for not paying child support, so he has to go to court for that. Oh, they oh, oh, they coming for Robert? They coming for Robert? They coming for Bobby? They coming for him? Bobby Kelly? They coming for him? Now they getting him on back child support evading because like the charges are I think it's 10 counts of like sexual something sexual misconduct I can't remember but it's 10 counts and then also they getting them for uh tax evasion and now this whole child support thing and, I just want to see my kids they're I mean, not even paying child support what are you talking about and apparently uh, uh sister sister uh, Gail Queen King In another interview that she had with CBS this morning, she said that she asked uh, Robert Kelly, you know, you have two daughters. How would you feel if this was happening to them? And he had said, "Uh, I would arrest myself. I don't know what that means because I don't think she was asking him. What if you abducted your own daughters? And (laughs) I don't think I don't know. I don't know. man. Like I said, there's a psychology here and uh i feel like that's what's so i was i was getting ready to watch another part of the interview but i decided to come record instead because um uh, I don't want to chime in on this whole R Kelly thing too much right now uh the next time i talk about it unless something major happens or something groundbreaking happens because he said out of his own mouth that he has proof that parents were willingly handing over their 16 and 17-year-old daughters to Robert Kelly who's about 49, 49, 48 years old. So until I see that part of the interview, I may not talk about this again until he goes to court because I want to watch the trial. I want to keep track of the trial. I want to I want to study the trial because, like I say, that there's there's a psychology because I feel like there's not too much. Criminal. There's not too much crime or criminal act for me to dissect. Like he held these women for as sex slaves in his sex dungeon. He inflicted a, a sort of. Mental pain on these girls when well, these women who were girls when this began and then they began to suffer from Stockholm syndrome. There are two women who when this all first kicked, not not when it all first kicked off, but they're their sisters. One of them is 23. The other one's 21. They, uh, they went to an R. Kelly concert hoping to be signed. By, can you imagine being signed by our being signed by Robert Kelly? Can you imagine that? What is I didn't even know he had a record. What's the name of his record label? What's the name of it? Like, what what do you if you're if if you're Robert Kelly, what do you name your record label? The The, the Chocolate Factory? Is that is that the name of it? Would you name your record label the Chocolate Factory label? Chocolate Factory Recording? Is that is that the name of it? I don't I don't know. Anyway. That that's nasty to be to be signed by Robert Kelly? That's nasty. The fact that he's like the COO of his own record company, the Chocolate Factory Recording label and, and you're one of his top artists and, and and here you are thinking like, "All right, man, this is my big break." You know what I'm saying? I got signed by the Pie Popper himself. And why, 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 why more sixteen-year-olds? Why you keep bringing in sixteen-year-olds? Oh man, I'm trying to give them their big break. Okay, but you brought in a whole slew of sixteen-year-olds before they haven't recorded anything yet. I, it's taking up space, Robert. It's taking up space. It's taking up space, man. Stop signing all these sixteen-year-old girls. Now I'm getting uncomfortable. Now I can't record. Why are you bringing in all these fifteen-year-olds? Did they have to drop out of school? They had to drop out of school. Maybe they weren't going to school anymore. So now they only have a tenth-grade education. I don't. I don't know how some of this works because one of the, one of the girls, um, her last name is Savage. I can't remember her first name. But I I think Robert Kelly took her in when she was like 17. So what Robert Kelly is saying happened is that this girl's father brought her to one of his shows. And her father knows a friend of Robert Kelly, a mutual friend of Robert Kelly. And was like, hey, make sure my daughter gets on stage with Robert Kelly because... I want Robert Kelly to sign my daughter. So. So what Rob, what Robert is saying is these parents willingly gave me their children. No, we did it, Robert. We was hoping that you, we weren't saying that we were signing our daughter off to you. We were saying that we were hoping that you signed our daughter to your record label, you weren't signing them over to you. I remember watching that video about a year ago, maybe two years ago, and uh, she, uh the girl, at you know, well, young lady, was doing an interview over Skype with TMZ. When all this stuff first stuff first started coming out about a year ago, or two years ago, that Robert Kelly had women basically held captive, and she was one of the one of the women that spoke publicly on behalf of all of the other women that were held captive, and she was saying, you know, we're not being held captive or whatever, but if you could look. On her shirt, you can see a shadow, kind of making hand gestures. Seems like the hand, the 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 shadow was directing the conversation. Like he would do like the whole cutthroat thing if they asked a question that the shadow didn't want answered, and then she would be like, "Oh, you know, I don't know, or I'm not going to talk about that or or whatever." Um, It was creepy stuff when I watched it. It was really creepy because I was. Thinking to myself, like, these these women are in danger. If if they weren't in danger, there would been no need to be in the room while this interview was being conducted with TMZ. Like, there would been no need. I think that house was in Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken. It was in some part of Georgia. Like, the upscale part of Georgia. But, um... Yeah, so, I mean, it it was just crazy. I, you know, I, I got a couple of chuckles off of this interview. It, it's not that so much he was trying to be funny, but I think in in this sense of him having a career for this long, he almost doesn't know how to be, not be entertaining. I was entertained. I'm not saying I, I liked it or it was funny or anything like that. Like, I laughed, but I don't, he wasn't trying to be funny. But I think... He doesn't know how to turn the entertainment side of R. Kelly off. He doesn't know how to he doesn't know how to be Robert Kelly anymore. He only knows how to be R. Kelly. But there's a part of the interview that I didn't get a chance to watch that I I probably will. That basically says he was sexually abused by um, his mother or his older sister. I can't. I don't know but I know it was one of the two, but I can't remember. Um Now I feel like in that part of the interview, there was a part of the interview that they, that uh, sister Gail Queen King touched on that with Robert Kelly. I didn't watch it, so I don't know what was said. Um I'll probably go back in the, uh, I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, leave the studio, go back, watch it and everything like that. But um yeah, I, I Like I say, man, there's there's like a there's a psychology to it. And to know that someone is capable of having that type of influence on people to the point where they turn on their family because they feel like this is something that I should. This is somewhere I should be. This is someone that I should be aligning myself with. And they're almost too afraid to leave because in order to inflict Stockholm syndrome on someone, there it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a physical pain that you place on someone. But it could be something that that someone holds near and dear to their heart and you're threatening to take that away. It could be anything you know, finances opportunity, family, or their own life, but you're threatening to take that away if they don't do what you say. That's how you get Stockholm Syndrome to the point where they've convinced themselves that, oh, this is how this person shows love. And and, and, and if you're if you're listening to this right now, if you're in an abusive relationship where you're getting beat on, you're being cursed at, you're, you're being talked down on, but you but their response is, I do it because I love you and you feel like this is how love is displayed. You're suffering from Stockholm syndrome. That's exactly what Stockholm syndrome is, is going through abusive behavior and feeling like like you almost begin to sympathize with your abuser. You know, you begin to see that, oh. I'm being abused because of something I did wrong. Like, you began to allow the to abuser to victimize themselves. That's what Stockholm Syndrome is. Like, you, you sympathize with your abuser. You feel like your abuser needs you. I pray for those young women. I pray for them because it's a scary thing. And they feel like that this is just what life is supposed to be. And it's hard. Like, you know, Robert Kelly said that um, these two girls that are that everybody is so worried about, he says uh, that those are his girlfriends that they're in a relationship. And he has said, you know, and don't judge me because I have two girlfriends. No, Robert. No, that's not why we're judging you. But you don't have to worry about us judging you because a judge is going to judge you. And the jury is going to place that judgment upon you. So you don't have to worry about us, the public, judging you. You need to worry about that jury. Okay? I should have listened to Charlamagne the God. Um, Charlamagne the God is a radio host for the Breakfast Club, Power 105 in New York. And he gave Robert Kelly Donkey of the other Day. I didn't listen to it, I don't know what he said. I should go listen to it. I should have listened to it before I made this episode, but um, I didn't listen to it. But I'm going to listen to it. But for him to say, don't judge me because I have two girlfriends, like, fam, trust me. That's the last thing we are worried about, okay? You're holding these girls captive. They're, they've are they been gone from their families for four years. Like, one of the girls, her her mother said, you know that she's just worried about it because she hasn't heard from her, from her daughter in years. Like, I don't know. I mean, with accusations, at the same time, man, look, this is going to sound real controversial. I do not care. As a parent, you got to take some fault in this. How did you allow your 16 or 17-year-old girl knowing, knowing that this man is a pedophile, knowing that, like, there's no way. I don't care about him being black, you're being black, he's my black brother. Um, they accuse him of something, he got off. We all know that that was Robert Kelly. In that vi- I was 13 years old, and I watched that video. I knew that that was Robert Kelly. I knew that. When he started urinating on that girl. And he started peeing on her. I'm like, why would R. Kelly pee on a girl for it? Like that actually happened. I remember watching a Chappelle show, and he made, he was he made a song. And he pretended to be R. Kelly, and he made a song talking about peeing on girls. And R. Kelly ran up on Dave Chappelle because he was so mad about it. Like that wasn't a Like that actually happened. Like that actually happened. He peed on that girl. She was like fifteen or sixteen years old. Like that. Was, anyway, I don't care. That you're Robert Kelly. If you're Robert Kelly. Be Robert Kelly over there. I am not taking my daughter. To a Robert Kelly show. Hoping that he notices. My underage daughter. So that she can be signed. He had no rehabilitation. A lot of times when you go to prison. When you come out. You kind of conduct yourself in the same way. You did on the inside. I don't feel like prison is a proper, like for something like, um, like sexual abuse, I don't feel like I'm trying to walk a thin line here because I I do feel like you should go to prison, but there should be some type of rehabilitation because you go in for sexual abuse. Or sexually assaulting a, a child, a minor. First of all, I feel like if you're sexually assaulting a minor, you should be getting life. That's how I feel. But if you've like, sexually abused someone that, that is of legal age, you should go to prison. But there should be some type of rehabilitation. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because some people feel like you're just hot-wired that way. There are some people that are just prone to sexually assaulting people. Some people feel that way. I, I I do. I feel like the people that are prone to sexually assaulting people are people that have been sexually assaulted themselves. I don't feel like you're born in your DNA that you're destined to sexually assault someone. I feel like if, if people that sexually assault others, because they've been sexually assaulted. I mean, they say hurt people hurt people. So I feel like you've been sexually assaulted your sexual assaulter has been sexually assaulted themselves. Now, I know if you have been sexually assaulted, you're probably like, I don't care what happens to that person. They took my innocence away. I understand that. I understand that I'm not trying to victimize anybody that is a sexual assaulter or a sexual abuser or something like that um, or a sexual deviant in that that way. I'm not trying to victimize them. I'm just saying that they've been sexually assaulted themselves, so that's why I feel like, For a crime like that, if you go to prison, there should be a a way of rehabilitation, you know, way to deal with urges like that. And I remember in my psychology class, we we touched on sexual abusers and how it is a, a wiring in their brain. But I feel like it's a wiring that is sorted differently after they're sexually assaulted. I don't think... As soon as you come out the womb, you're a sexual abuser. I, I, I don't believe that. Nah, I don't I don't believe it. But um Yeah, so you know, I the, I'm interested in the psychology part of Robert Kelly now. Like uh, it's just I find it just just my infatuation with understanding the human mind. Not so much the books, the book smarts of it, just uh, assessing the way people think, the way that they behave, their history that led them to however they behave. Uh, That's where I find this most interesting. The criminal aspect of it, I mean, is pretty cut and dry. You know, he sexually assaulted these young women back when they were young girls. And now he's holding them captive. Like it's pretty cut and dry. It's black, and, like it's it's pretty cut and dry. There's no gray area there. But it's a sex. It's the psychology part of it that I'm I'm intrigued by. And not only from Robert Kelly, but the women. I didn't watch the uh, Surviving R. Kelly doc on on Lifetime. Um, I don't know if it's on Hulu by now. I don't know. Uh, I kind of want to watch it, but then I kind of don't because I heard that things get kind of emotional almost and I don't know if I wanna take my mind through that, but but I heard that they give pretty distinct descriptive um play by play of things that happened, and things that took place and everything like that. But uh I'm pretty sure I could probably find it on YouTube by now. Like how how long ago was that? Like two months ago or something like that. But yeah, you know, Robert Kelly's back in back in jail. Uh, it's probably holding, if anything, because of unpaid child support. So he's going to have to go to court for that. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure he's going to make bail again. And a lot of people, even when he made bail, because I think bail was set at a million. It's like, and the fact that he was in jail for two days, people feel like, oh, R. R Kelly, R. Kelly's probably broke, but somebody else bailed him out. Um, for something like that, I feel like they freeze your funds, and I think that that did happen to him. I, I think didn't they freeze his funds? I think they, I think they froze his bank accounts. So I'm pretty sure that his Robert Kelly nasty, disgusting team on the outside, uh, finagled their way around to get his funds out of a bank account, to to pay for it to make it seem as though somebody else is paying the bond when it was indeed himself. It was probably his money, but they, you know what I'm saying? You got to manipulate the system or whatever. But um, yeah, man, that was, I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested in the whole psychology of this. I'm, I am interested in it. I'm going to be paying attention to it. If something big happens and it catches my eye, I'll make another episode talking about it, but. Yeah, it was just, you know, watching Sister Gail, Queen King, conduct this interview, and he started jumping, and he s- jumped out of his seat, flailing his arms. He just sat there unbothered, like, you know what I'm saying? Like any typical black woman, when she got a dude in the corner, and he starts... and When we start going, really? Really? That's how it's was going to... Re-? We lost. And that's basically when... when when Robert Kelly started saying that um, y'all are attacking my character, he started pointing directly at the camera, looking us in our eyes. He was two seconds away from sounding like Offset and saying y'all won. He was two seconds away from saying y'all won. Um, yeah, I'm 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 interested. I'm, I'm going to follow the trial of Robert Kelly. I'm going be, I'm going to follow it but like I say if if something news worthy or groundbreaking happens within like the next few days cuz um, then I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to make another episode talking about it. Now, my next episode is coming out on Saturday. Um it will be dropping Saturday. I will be dropping the episode on Saturday. I will be dropping the episode on Saturday. I will be dropping the episode on Saturday. I'm going out of town because my my three months are up with my with my son so I' I'm, I'm flying back to Milwaukee to drop him off to be with his mom for the next three months so I'll give him back in the summer um and you know, I'm being in Milwaukee for the night hit me up if you know me personally hit me up uh, I'll be in Milwaukee even if you're a fan if if, if you if you are a contributor, if you are a listener to the podcast, and you live in Milwaukee. Hit me up, like, yo, man, I'm in Milwaukee. Oh, dog no, for real. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, um, yeah, hit me up. Hit me up. Show some support if you live in Milwaukee. If you know me personally, hit me up. I, you know, we probably we probably kick it. We probably hang out. I'm only there for the night though. But I'm going to record an episode. On Saturday, I'm going to release the episode on Saturday. I'm trying to think up of a concrete schedule. I'm releasing the episodes every Saturday. Uh, I'm not doing three episodes a week because I feel like that's flooding the market a bit too much. I kind of want to compress it down to two episodes a week. I don't know what the other day is, but I know it's going to be Saturdays for sure. I just don't know what the other day is. like. I'm doing a Wednesday because this is in the middle of the week. So I might just keep it that way and just do Saturday and Wednesdays or Saturday and Thursdays or something like that I don't know but um I'm gonna drop a special episode on Sunday as you know just a recap of you know my trip to Milwaukee you know I'm gonna drop another little recap episode on Sunday but I'm dropping the episode Saturday not entirely sure what it's gonna be about if you have any suggestions at all man hit me up if you're on Twitter uh follow. Uh, follow my, the podcast's Twitter account at, uh, podcast about nothing on, on Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry. Not podcast about nothing. I'm sorry. Pod about nothing on Twitter It's pod about nothing on Twitter and on Instagram. Follow the Instagram account, man. Podcast about nothing. I'm going to make a little, uh, a little advert. Uh, for my next episode on a Saturday, and I'm going to drop the advert at some point tonight and just give you all further details on what I got going on for the month of March and how if you're a recording artist, if you know any recording artists, direct them to my uh, Instagram, direct them to my Twitter account. Again, on Twitter, I'm at pod bout nothing. POD bout nothing on Twitter, on Instagram. Podcast about nothing on Instagram, um but yeah, I'm gonna I'm drop a little advertising thing later on tonight, too. Just saying, you know, hey, if you got some music, you want me to promote it, I'm promoting it for free all month of March, hit me up. I'm gonna I'm play it just like on this episode and the previous episode. I played a little 30 second uh, snippet of two artists who sent me their music, man. You know what I'm saying, like it's Hey man, you, you're getting a commercial spot for free, so you know what I'm saying, utilize it. That's how I feel. Uh but yeah, this has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I've been your host, the Apex, and until the next time, mind your business and stop playing Robert Kelly. Peace.